Hello and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I'm Luke Owen. I'm Ollie Davis. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. I just want to keep talking about the Batman. Ask me some more questions about the Batman. Well, you're very lucky because a lot of our comments yes. are about the Batman. So, like, we'll get into the actual portion of the show. We might jump straight into the portion of the show, like mm. the main portion, so we can get your thoughts on the Batman and your ranking of it. And then we'll jump into your comments in the outro portion. I think that probably seems like the best way to do yeah. it because a lot of people have got a lot of thoughts about the Batman. So let's get into the main portion of the show. Actually, before there's one comment I wanted to read, which is from, do, 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 where was it? Uh, Brad, who says, I can't believe Dan destroyed Ollie at rock, paper, scissors. What a play. He just, I, I, I put my fist out to him and he just put a, a hand over it. It was the most sort of disarming, <laughs> non-aggressive gesture I've ever experienced. I'm melted. <laughs> well, let's get into this main show. Here it is. I'm still the Batman. And Ollie Davis. My name's Ollie Davis. I'm not the Batman. <laughs> but you have now seen the Batman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't. You. I would say you haven't stopped talking about it since you saw it. Yeah. And I'm annoyed that I can't talk about it more. Thank God producer Rich is here where we can share in the love together. What was the first thing I did this morning when I saw him? You, uh, you went over and high-fived him and said, Batman friends. Yes, Batman buddy. Yes. Ba okay, sorry, Batman buddy. Uh, honestly, I saw it Sunday night at the IMAX Leicester Square Cineworld. And it was like one of the greatest days of my life. Because later that night, I was going to watch AEW Revolution. Mm -hmm. So it's like my two favourite things. Or well, three comic books, movies, wrestling. All in this really long experience. And honestly... It was better than I thought it would be. And I had high expectations going in. Yeah, because you and Dan last week were going through like the reviews for the movie that came out that were very, very positive about mm. it. And so you had some fairly lofty expectations based on that. Are you? And you're saying that not only were they met, they were exceeded? Yeah. Yeah, because, and it wasn't just... So that Friday's episode, all those really positive reviews, that just started a freaking expectation <laughs> snowball going down the mountain. Saturday, Sunday, it was all, all I could talk about. And, and when people weren't talking about it, I'd be like, man, I want to talk about the Batman. It was your poochie. Yes, where's Batman? <laughs> and as soon as it started, it felt like I was entering a, a new kind of superhero movie. What, what I like that DC have done, and I think now they've had the Joker, at, well, Joker and the Batman. It's really starting to... They've got a proper strategy now. They're not just trying to do Marvel work. Because you're not going to beat Marvel at Marvel. They've not, they're not just incredible at it. They've got 12, 14 years of stuff fueling that empire. But what DC have finally realised is, hey, we've got these iconic characters. We can make sort of grown-up, really gritty graphic novels. I would describe... Marvel films as comic books. They're comic book movies. But just like in the 80s with DC and when you've got like Arkham Asylum, Watchmen, um, Batman Year One, like this is, these are graphic novels of movies now. 
almost self-contained. Sidebars. I hate that term. What, graphic novels? I hate the term graphic novel. I'm with Alan Moore on this. They're, just, they're comic books, mate. They are novels with pictures. No, graphic novels was a term invented by journalists who said they didn't want to. They didn't. They didn't want to say I enjoyed a comic book called Watchmen, so they had to invent a term called graphic novels to make it sound like it was a grown-up thing. I think it was also DC marketing it as that. Yeah. So it was like an explicit thing to 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 try and ease the transition of comic books into a more like I'm, adult. I'm with Alan thing. Moore. It's a comic book. But anyway, um, but I, there was something you said to me. Uh, when we were talking about it on Sunday after you'd seen it, that kind of changed my view on the movie. Because I think people who've been watching What's On have kind of inferred from me that I have been down on the no. Batman. And I, I haven't said, like, it looks bad, it looks like anything like this, but I have not been as excited for the Batman as others have because the trailers make it, make it look like this is Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, but again. It's like, well, I've already seen those movies. And then I saw Zack Snyder try and do those movies quite poorly a few years ago. I, I love Matt Reeves, but I'm not ready to watch another person try and do it again. Uh, but something you said to me was like, it's not that. This is a film noir crime, crime movie, basically. It's a detective story that just happens to be a Batman story, which is kind of like what I liked about Batman Begins because it was you know, him actually being the world's greatest detective. And you saying that to me was like, oh, okay, well now I've got a different approach to the movie and that has made me way more interested in it because that is something that hasn't been attempted with this franchise yet I would, on the big screen. I would say, yeah, rest assured, because this is unlike any other Batman movie that's come out in cinemas before. It, yeah, it's got more in line with the sort of animated uh, films, although it's far more adult than those. I think I, I definitely sympathise with what you were feeling before, though, because how many directors have we been really excited about taking over big studios IP? And that, like, you know, we're going to get the Chris Miller, Phil Lord, Han Solo movie. Yeah. But we've been burnt so many times when by the time, or the David Ayer Suicide Squad. And by the time it comes out in cinemas, it is a copy and paste studio template with not a shred of identity of that director in place. Yeah. But what the Batman is, DC Warner Brothers have let Matt Reeves full like freedom on his artistic vision, which is why like and the, you know the complaint against Marvel movies recently is they have become a bit cookie cutter production line. This is like this is an auteur movie in which the is, best yeah. possible sense. We're using freaking Batman, <laughs> which I think is such a much more better selling point than what the trailers have kind of told us about this. Because a friend of mine texted me today with, you know that bit in The Watchmen, uh, in, the, in the comic book Watchmen, when uh, Dr. Manhattan is just going through the, the dates and it's just like, this is this day, I am this years old. And it was just like, it is 1989, I'm eight years old, I'm going to see a dark and gritty version of Batman. Mm -hmm. It is 2007, I am X years old, I'm going to see a dark and gritty version of Batman. It is 2022, I am this years old. And he was like, that is how I feel about this movie. And I texted back being like, I don't think it is that. Despite the fact that sort of the, the marketing around it, that's not what this movie actually is. But my question to you is, Ollie, we have had Batman 66, Batman 89, Batman Returns, Mask of the Phantasm, Forever and Robin, Begins, Dark Knight, Rises, oh, Batman v Superman. I, I don't want to say, I'm not going to add Justice League into there. And then the Batman, maybe the Lego Batman as well. Where 
is it falling in your rankings? And is it the best man? Like, like, I, I, like don't look at producer Rich because we know what producer Rich thinks. Is this better Honestly, than Batman? Is this better than Batman Forever? That that's the benchmark, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, and I've been like, as soon as the movie finished, I was like, it's my number one. Holy crap! But I'm well aware of recency bias. You know, I really love The Dark Knight, but I think on re multiple rewatches, it's still really fun. But it is really a one performance movie. I much prefer Batman Begins as a kind of actual film. But this this is this is left. This is it's but yeah, screw it. It's the best one. <laughs> it is it is the best one. It's remarkable. And, and what it does is it is not just that it you know, actually action wise, I don't think it has the best action. Although some I haven't said that. Some sequences is the best action, but in a sort of really art house way. A lot of a lot of fight sequences take place in a pitch black corridor where the only illumination is guns firing. So you get this sort of staccato strobe-like effect in a fight sequence. It's incredible. But, it, you know, it's it's beautiful. It's definitely the most well-rounded character. It's definitely got the most satisfying arc. I believe it is a one, like a distinct movie in itself, although it does a lot to set up future movies. I've seen that as a complaint that people are like, oh, it just spends too long setting up the next one. I'm like, what movie are you watching? It's three hours long. A lot happens here in and of itself. Um, and just, yeah, the soundtrack is incredible. The cinematography is, it feels tangible. Like you can feel the grain on the screen. It feels like it's, it's the French connection or something, uh, the way it's shot. It's like a perfect blend of a lot of things for a, for a normal non-genre movie or a, a noir detective movie, Psych, psycho thriller movie. But it's also Batman. Yeah. Like you will go large parts of the movie forgetting that the guy's dressed as a bat in front of you. You described it to me as David Fincher's Batman. Yeah, essentially. But no, that's fair. That's fair. It's it is. I guess Matt Reeves is kind of doing a David Fincher impression. But I think it has more emotional connection than Fincher could manage. That's enough of us talking about the movie. What did Matt Reeves have to say about it when we sat down with him? It's a character I've loved since I was a kid. Batman 66 was the year I was born. And I think what I really wanted to do was, was to do a Batman that felt really different and, and leaning into this idea of the world's greatest detective, making this a, a detective thriller. The movie, of course, is has all of the thrills and spectacle that you come to expect from the Batman movie. You have, of course, a Batmobile chase, and he's jumping off buildings in the wingsuit and doing all these things that hopefully feel really distinctive and fresh. But also this approach allows you to do a kind of thriller detective story that's actually in some places, almost like a horror movie. So it's suspenseful, it's scary, and I think it's a really different version of Batman to any that have been done on the big screen. He certainly hasn't figured out even the reasons why he wants to be Batman. He, I think he thinks he's gonna save the city, but he's really driven by this idea of being vengeance. And, and he's, you know, there's a point where you start to question, wait a minute, was that the right path? And so I think the movie ends up being very emotionally provocative as well. And all of that was about creating sort of intimate relationships among the characters, among the actors. And so I think for me, having that depth of character and that depth of intimacy only heightens the experience when you get to the crazy spectacle. And hopefully that's the way audiences will feel.
Of course, The Batman is out in cinemas at the moment, available in IMAX, 4DX, ScreenX, and Super Screen. But if you don't want to go and see that, there's also Serrano, The Duke, Uncharted, Dog, Death on the Nile, Sing Dos, and Belfast. So we've got no new releases this week. I'm going to assume your recommendation of the week was The Batman last week. I It will probably be my recommendation for a few months. I don't think this film's going anywhere anytime soon. Mm -hmm. It's Batman for me as well. I'm going to go see it this weekend and I'm very excited about it. Mother's Day is just around the corner. It actually falls on my wife's birthday, who is now also a mother. What? Spread them out a bit. Well, I know. Yeah. So at least I now know what I can get her for Mother's Day from the kids. Because Cineworld have got a Mother's Day gift box. For just 23 quid, you get two 2D cinema tickets and a voucher for some confectories so you can treat your mum to some chocolates. Lovely. Mums love chocolates. That's what I've been told. And my mum doesn't go to the movies enough, so I'm going to force her to go with this very present. <laughs> go take and see the Batman. Yeah, sure. Sit down, mama. What's the Batman, will you? I haven't been to the cinema for a couple of years. Well, you're going back in the deep end. Three hours, Batman. It's very violent at points, mum. You love that. Can I go watch Serrano? No, you're going to watch the Batman and enjoy it. I quite like the look of the Duke. I don't care, mum. It's Batman. <laughs> Or you can take her to go see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> Tickets are available now, available in IMAX or 4DX, which is probably what I'll take my mum to see, let's be honest. She, and she'll be sitting there going, you're still into this, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we have an unlimited screening of Uma on March 21st. get into the comments mm -hmm. can i ask for your you haven't seen the batman yet i have not i gave away that the batman is, is probably like right now i really i really want to see it again um is number one how do you rank the batman movies theatrical theatrical um and you don't have to put 66 in there if you don't want to i mean yeah. but it's number one it'd be, you, it'd, be, it? yeah. it'd be pretty high batman 89 is my fave really yeah probably followed by uh batman begins mm-hmm then where is Dark Knight gonna fall? Then it probably is. Oh, you are so gonna say Batman and Robin. Mask of the Phantasm. No. Hipster. It's not a hipster choice. It is a hipster it's choice. Not a hipster choice. Oh, I'll take the animated series <laughs> limited theatrical release movie there. It's really good. It's a very good Batman. Okay, okay, movie. live action. Live action only then. Okay, cool. So I'm starting with eight nine. Batman Begins. Although I've only ever seen it once. Oh. Um, but I do, I do remember enjoying it. Maybe if I go back and watch it, I'll be like, this is actually a bit cack. But it did come out like in the mid-noughties. Mid yeah. I hope it's got a new metal soundtrack that gets the <laughs> credits. Um, yeah, okay, so Batman Begins. Where am I going next? Maybe Returns? Yeah, I think, I, I think I'll go Returns next. Over Dark Knight still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think Rises is probably at the bottom. I didn't like Rises much. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, probably then The Dark Knight, Forever, Batman and Robin, mm -hmm. and um, Thingy, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You put Dark Knight Rises beneath 
Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. At least Batman and Robin is consistent with what it's trying to do. Mm -hmm. Whereas Dark Knight Rises is just a mess of trying to do 20 things and accomplishing probably none of them. My, and it also doesn't have silly voices. My friend always, like whenever I go and see a movie with him, he always says, it's a shame Michael Caine wasn't in a, a cafe in Paris at the end there. <laughs> like, still to this day, I'm like, no one's laughing at your continued bit. <laughs> But every time he says it... Oh, I laughed. Yeah, but that's the first time you've heard it. I've heard this for <laughs> 10 years. Uh, so let's get into some of your comments you left <laughs> on last week's Cineworld video. Lucas says, Saw it last night. My God, this is my new favourite Batman movie. Wow. Depth of characters has never been more prominent. Robert Pattinson is everything Batman should be. Depth of characters and depth of field. Am I right, producer Rich, who knows about cinematography? Yeah, there's a lot of shallow focus. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Deep focus is everything's in... In focus. Damn. Ah, oh, my falls apart. Uh, Kevin says, saw it last night, worth every minute of the wait. It's a lot more of a detective story, which I love, but also has some incredible cinematography for the action sequences. When people watch it, one of the things you'll be most surprised by is how many police officers a film can fit in one room. Oh yeah? There are multiple scenes I don't know. where about I've... 50 police officers I in a don't tiny know. room. I don't know. I've seen The Dark Knight Rises where they fit 50 police officers in a tunnel. Yeah, but that, honestly, they the, the Batman has gone smaller spaces of more people. <laughs> Al says, I saw it at a midnight screening. It definitely had some moments of real excellence, beautifully directed, magnificent cinematography, some very interesting elements. That said, mm. I think narratively speaking, it falls well short of greatness. Lays the groundwork for deconstruction and reconstruction of Batman and similar vin uh, vigilante superheroes, but without leading to a logical conclusion by the end. It seems more interested in posing questions than exploring them. It's a shame, because it could have been absolutely amazing, but that's just me. Interesting. Um, I disagree, obviously. I think it did explore the questions pretty deeply, but I think it poses questions, it explores the questions, but it does not give any answers. Maybe that's where the difference of opinion lies there. I like that it hasn't got answers. Mm. Uh, Geek here says, went to see it twice last night. First the IMAX preview screening and then 4DX at midnight. Jesus. <laughs> what? In a row? I feel like Kevin Smith, no, uh, in quotes. In a row? <laughs> in a row. <laughs> 37. <laughs> Uh, it was amazing. The story is great. The score is greater. And Robert Pattinson as Batman is wonderful. We'll definitely go see it again a couple more times. You're right there. Sorry. It's just... I love that, I love that joke. <laughs> In a row. In a row? <laughs> Good grief. Yeah. Oh, was the first screen in an IMAX? IMAX, And then yeah. and 4DX. 4DX. Bloody hell. Uh, Michael Johnson says, have to admit it was a good film. I was a bit worried about it being a long uh, film and I'd get finished it, but it kept my attention. Mm. Rob's has just got it. We'll see it again. Uh, yeah, I haven't spoken about the runtime, but honestly, I, I wanted it to be longer. Um, but just for clarification, these are not invented comments. No, these are not invented comments. That last one sounded like this, this message was brought to you by Cineworld. <laughs> but, oh yeah, I just did, tried it in all the premium formats. <laughs> No, this is genuine. Genuine That's how much people love the, the Batman. MJJ says, watched it last night at midnight. Really enjoyed it, though the first half more than the second. Maybe tiredness played a part. So I intend to go see it again at a normal time. Yeah, I think first half and last third are superior. Does have a bit of bagginess, 
just in the middle for about 15 minutes. Uh, and RS2002 says, better than Nolan's Dark Knight, this is mm. the Batman we've been waiting for. It certainly has been for me, because I always felt like the other Batman movies weren't the Batman I enjoyed in the comics or the animated series, but this one was. Although it's still different, like he's a very angry man for a lot of it. It's not, because when you think of the animated series, Kevin Conroy is like, he's like dad, isn't he? Yeah. It's not that at all. And uh, Detrick Harris says, going to see it tonight. It looks really good. I want to see a Batman movie with Ben Affleck uh, with the Joker. I want to see it with Whacking uh, Phoenix's Joker, not the Jared Leto version. Just pick and choose from every single different bit of casting. Yeah. I want a Michael Keaton like Batman and, and a Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> Um, I hope that we get this sort of reaction when Sonic 2 comes out. Um, this is what, I'm expecting this level of comments. We can go through dissecting. I watched it in IMAX, then I watched it in 4DX, then I went to Super Screen, because it's only 90 minutes. You can watch four Sonic the Hedgehog 2s in the space of two Batmans. I love it. Give me more. A friend of mine said to me yesterday when he was, I was talking about it, he was like, do you get worried that it's just adding too much stuff in from the games? I was like, no, add more in. <laughs> Over the end of the movie, Amy Rose shows up. You are a Sonic maximalist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the Cineworld podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in seven days' time. I've been Luke Owen. I've been Ollie Davis. And that's what's on. <laughs>